Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with my good friend, Omar Afaro. How you doing, buddy? Good, what's up, Michael? What's up, everybody? Hey, uh, you know, I just thought it's wild to think about. You and I have about 50 years combined of real estate investing experience. That's pretty wild. Wild. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, on that lens, uh, I want to talk about the market today. Okay. Uh, there's obviously a lot of fear, trepidation, nervousness, scared, skittishness, whatever you want to call it, because interest rates are rising. Are we in a recession, job loss, all this stuff? I want to ask you, who do you think is more afraid today? Home sellers, first-time home buyers, or investors? There's a lot of fear out there, but who do you think is most afraid? You know what? I'm, I think the people that are most afraid, I'm going to say, are the buyers, right? Because of uncertainty. Okay. And investors. So buyer, investor, seller is your order. Yeah. You know, yeah. And the reason buyers, they don't necessarily need to go buy, but they want to, right? They've pissing away their money via rent. Not that we, we don't mind it, you know, because we're, we're landlords. But the, so the buyers are like uncertain. Now, investors, well, if they're out investing, they got to account for a lot of, um, they got to account once, you know, for 30% difference, you know, they got to buy a lot cheaper and then their exit has to be that much less to hurry up and sell the inventory to create the profit. Or if they're going to be holding it, they're going to hold some alligators like you talk about that might only do a hundred, 200, $300 worth of cash flow, which isn't much. I'd rather just not do the deal and go take a listing because that just represents more money. Um, as an example, and then sellers at the very end. Why? Because sellers don't need to sell. Only the ones that do need to sell um, are going to sell. And most of the times that want to, those people that want to sell are, um, you know, it's an inheritance, it's in a trust. Um, the house is just ransacked. There's tenants that aren't paying. They can't afford it anymore. So they got to get rid of the asset, right? So my whole thing is like, I think sellers are the least because if you're in a position to stay where you're at, you're going to stay where you're at. You don't need to absolutely sell. You're going to weather the storm at a three, three and a half percent interest rate that, you know, when you bought it a couple of years ago or you refinance it or whatever. So we'll be solid there. But at the same time, um, it's a, this is a good question because yeah. I myself am a buyer. I myself am a seller. I myself is, you know, I'm an investor as well. So it's yeah. like, I know all three items and I don't know. I, I, I still think it's buyers, investors, sellers. 
All right. So I'm going to take, I'm going to do this as well. I'm going to, my order is uh, completely different. So my number one is investors. And now this is a nuance. If you're okay. an investor who has short-term debt or you're in a project where the market turned on you, you are freaking out. I also think, I, I think new investors are freaking out because, Hey, it was hard enough to find a deal at 3% or 4% or 5% interest. How the hell do I do it at 7%? Uh, investors are nervous because they remember they're being told the last crash. So there's a lot of people, there's a lot of new investors that are running away. So I think investors are most afraid. And, and the problem there is just do the work. If it's not a good deal, don't do the deal. But anyways, I think investors first. Number two, I actually think sellers. I think sellers are scared next because so many sellers are going to kick themselves saying things like, honey, we missed the top. We missed the top. I told you we sort of sold earlier, blah, 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 blah. So I think sellers are next. And I actually think buyers are the least nervous because unfortunately, buying is a two-step function. True. There is, True. there is a want to buy and then can you buy? I think we have lost millions of buyers because they can't get a yes answer. If you want right. to buy, but a bank doesn't say yes, you're not really a buyer, at least technically speaking. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's investors, both existing and new. Okay. Sellers, because they missed the peak, right? Or they missed they missed peak, peak easiness, 50K over, 100K over, they missed it. They're going to kick right. themselves. They're going to beat themselves up. And then I think buyers, but only because we lost so many buyers given that they're out of the market. That's kind of how I see that question. What do you think? It, it, it makes sense. It's, um, you know, I guess both sides of the equation. You're right about the buyers because the buyers, and I didn't think about it like, like that, where buyers are like, I'm going to hurry. I need to hurry up and buy the house before the interest rate does change. Um, and if, I guess I'm, I guess I was more focusing on the, the buyer that ends up knowing that they're going to be in there for a long period of time. So oh, it right. doesn't matter what interest rate's going to be at, but I guess there is a, um, I guess there, there is a discussion for both, but in your side of the equation, the investor side, the, I guess that's why, you know, I, I had investors as number two, but right. you had it as number one. And I guess maybe overall, I think the investor themselves are probably a little more scared. Like what the hell did I get into? Um, yeah. And the reason I said investors was both, right? There's investors that are in burrs that are going to get yeah. burned. There are flippers that are going to get hurt. If you were short term, a market changing this fast is going to hurt. But also, I am seeing more and more new investors run away before they even do the work. This is not the time to do it. This is the time to double down on doing the work and learning your skill. It's time to skill up, not run away. Yeah, skill up for sure. And, and that's something that, you know, I, I'm understanding even, you know, being a little older and, and or I guess I more deals as an investor, mm -hmm. but even still, I'm still learning this, this new change because it's like, all yeah. right, well, now I got to change things up here and there and everything else. And, you know, uh, yeah. I'm going to have some losses, but then I'm going to, I'm going to win big too. So it's, it's going to be the same. It'll even itself out. And that's someone that's kind of seasoned. Yeah. You've been and in the I game said, 20 years. This yeah. You, yeah, you know that, you know that taking an L is just part of the game. It's okay. It still sucks though, man. <laughs> it, <does> suck. <laughs> it still sucks. <laughs>
Yeah, it still sucks. Well, you, you know what? We're going to talk about that in video number three, what you're doing to clean up your portfolio and all that stuff. So um, should be fun. Where Omar, where can people find you? Guys, follow me on IG um, at investwithomar. That is the best place to get a hold of me. Awesome, buddy. Thanks again.